Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of Buddies Without Borders, the uh, inopportunely named podcast now that we very, very much have a border that neither of us is able to cross. So true. My name is Stevie Jackson. I'm in Vancouver, Canada. My name is Christopher Rice. I am in Palo Alto, California. And uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Never the twain shall meet, except on Zoom and Skype. Apparently not. We have to we have to try really hard to not do the thing where we both like put our hands up against the glass, except it's the camera. <laughs> like we're in some kind of unfortunate prison movie. <laughs> exactly. Friend. 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 <laughs> um so there's a lot going on in the world. Boy is there. We're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> nope. This is our half-hour nope. vacation from the news, so now it is your half-hour vacation from That's the news. That's right. Remember our very first episode of the Talent Crush chat show, Sanctuary of Joy? That's what we yep. strive for. <laughs> doesn't always come out that way. <laughs> no, doesn't always. Sometimes we stray from that, but especially now, especially with everything going on, which uh, you can probably place this in time, listeners. <laughs> Yeah, but, sometime between. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sometime this, between 2016 and 2020. <laughs> hopefully. Oh, my God. Uh, it's October. It's early October of 2020. Um, there's a lot going on. Check your history books, kids. Um, and we're going to ignore it. A, and we're going to talk about things that don't matter. <laughs> yes. Here's here's a thing that doesn't really matter that's October themes. I want to move okay. Halloween to not be the 31st because I don't like Halloween and I don't like having a goddamn month of Halloween. Oh, I love Halloween. That's the hill I'm going to I'll fight you on today. this one. <laughs> I like Halloween and I'm okay with it being a month. I don't want it to be longer than a month. I think that gets very silly. Sure. But especially right now with everything going on, if people want to really live it up and have spooky season for all of October, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm into that. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. That's the hill I will <laughs> die on. <laughs> Let people have Halloween. This is the problem in the States with having Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas each be at the end of their respective months. Is it then each mm. month becomes about that holiday, except for the fact that obviously Christmas has eaten everything and soon it's going to start right after the 4th of July. But it's yeah. just like, if you're not into any one of those holidays, you're subjected to it for so much longer. <laughs> I think Christmas wins the prize on that. Oh, absolutely. And then I will say Thanksgiving to me feels very prolonged, but that's because Canadian Thanksgiving is in early to mid-October. So for us, it will be yeah. next weekend. Um, yeah. And so we get past Thanksgiving and then we have to keep hearing about Thanksgiving for another six weeks because you guys yep. haven't had yours yet. See, I could get behind combining the two into a month-long North American Thanksgiving celebration that was both of our countries. <laughs> that would be okay. Or we could just Thanksgiving put it I like. In the we could put it in the first week of November. Like we could each just move it by like 3 weeks. But yeah, that it fair. would basically run into Halloween. Um Yeah, yeah I I mean I like Thanksgiving also. It's a much bigger deal in the States than it is in Canada. Like for us, oh, it, yeah. it's a day, a weekend at most. But it's mm -hmm. not because for you guys, it seems to be like the kickoff of the holidays, which is always kind of yes. hilarious to me that like starting in November, 
we're just gonna eat junk and drink booze until January yep. and then run a bunch of weight loss commercials. And it's, it seems so odd to me. <laughs> yep. Because here our holidays are a little more divided, right? Like we have Thanksgiving in, in early to mid-October, depending on the year. This year, I think it's the 12th. Um, and then we have like six weeks off. We have Remembrance Day in there, which is our, like our Veterans Day. Um, and that's, well, that's always November 11th, but that's a day. And in most provinces, it's not even a statutory holiday. It's just a day that's observed. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and then nothing till Christmas, like Christmas is at the end of, so in Canada, the holidays is that's from like December 20th to January 2nd maybe yeah. is our holiday period. And, and in the States, it seems to be from mid-November on. <laughs> and I think some of this is just culture, but I think it's also like, because we don't have the same kind of support structure for taking vacation days and sick days and whatever throughout the year, like generally speaking, mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm thinking of a lot of Western European countries, they might get four, six, eight weeks of vacation a year, but generally yeah. you know 10 days is sort of the standard here so you have mm. to sort of make a big deal of it when you get it if you have the ability to take a fortnight three times a year you wouldn't be as invested of like making the most out of it maybe i mean i i don't think that applies to canada because yeah. a lot of jobs would just have paid vacation time instead of like you sure. you just get vacation pay and then you take unpaid vacation mm -hmm. um and that's on you if you do get paid vacation, um, I believe the minimum is two weeks, so 10 days. And that's yeah. a lot of jobs come with 10 days. You know you've really scored if you get three, yeah. um, which is what I get. I get three, so 15 yeah. days. There was a time when I got six, but that's because I had been in the same place for 10 years. And I started at three, yeah. and I the longer I stayed, the more time I got. So, um, yeah, six weeks paid vacation, I will say, was pretty great. It allowed me to take a day off here and there whenever I wanted. That was nice. I miss it. Um, <laughs> maybe someday I'll get four weeks again. Uh, but yeah, it's no, sort wait, of... No, wait, wait. That's a sad thought. We need to move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, you know, um, it was also very nice because I was working for my day job, for, for those who don't know, that I really never talk about, and I won't get specific, mm -hmm. but it's, it's in higher education. It's in, like, post-secondary education. So mm -hmm. for a long time, I worked for a major university, and they shut down over Christmas. So right, we right. all got this time off, which was very nice. Uh, the post-secondary I work for now does not do that. So oh, I have to save more of my vacation time for the holidays. It basically means I can't take an extended vacation any other time of year because, and by extended, I mean more than three days. Um, because I want to make sure that I have enough days left at the end of the year to cover off however Christmas falls so that I can yeah. see my family because we do not live in the same province. Um, yeah, so, but I think, yeah, I think you're definitely right that in Europe where vacation time is much more generous and I think rightly mm -hmm. so, I think they have it right. Yeah. Um, they, they may not have to make as big a deal. Like I think Every country that celebrates Christmas, Christmas is a big deal. Yeah. But there isn't this sort of six weeks of it's the holidays that seems to happen in America. 
Yeah. And I think that uh, probably another thing, and I don't know if we've ever actually done like a dedicated segment on holiday and or Christmas movies, but I think that sort of <laughs> romance that we have attached to like the holiday shopping season, you know, this mm-hmm. thing that you're supposedly doing for your friends and family, it's all sort of wound up together, the capitalism and the Christianity of it all. Like that's <laughs> how we like to think of ourselves as a country of like, this is a thing that everyone mm-hmm. does. And like most of the country, it doesn't snow in November, December, like a not just in California, but most for most yeah. people, you don't have that New York at Christmas experience. That's true. Yeah. Well, and even if you do, like it, it really is. I find the commercialism of it all quite distasteful. Oh, big time. Um, I'm in it for the food <laughs> and for the, the like hanging out with my niece and my family. <laughs> That's yeah. really, that's my preferred. I like I like the Christmas parties to an extent. I find sometimes there's too many of those even. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really I'm pretty much in it for the family tradition stuff. Like sure. Yeah. The like the uh, I am I am team fruitcake. Uh, because first of all, I was an adult before I ever had to eat a store-bought fruitcake, and I finally understood why people hate it. Um, Because my mother makes fruitcake, and I will tell you, the trick is uh, soak it in rum, guys. Um, But (laughs) As with so many things in life, booze. (laughs) Yes. Um, But yeah, there are are certain uh, foods and desserts that my family does at Christmas that I enjoy, that I think we all enjoy, so I'm in it for that. Um, I also, I have a niece whose birthday falls during that period as well. Um, so it's, we get an extra celebration out of it. So we have, we have her birthday along with Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, Canada also has Boxing Day, which as far as I'm concerned is all about leftovers. So sure, (laughs) yeah, probably not as much punching as I would assume. No punching at all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) no, and it really is, you know, it's the one time of year especially now because I don't live in the same province. But even before that, like once, once my sister and I had grown up, you know, you don't have a whole lot of downtime that is just the family. Sure. Yeah. And we get that at Christmas. We get just the family hanging out. There's nothing else that needs doing. You know, we get to eat together. We play board games. We, hang out we cook stuff together so that like that's I'm in it for that and I we we really don't do a lot about gifts in my family yeah um we tend to we prefer experiences is kind of how we put it so in normal times not in non-pandemic times in normal times we do things like we all we pick a day we all go to the theater together like mom and dad Mm -hmm. will treat the family to some kind of theater performance um or we'll all go out to dinner together or like, so that's, I'm in it. I'm in it for that. The stuff doesn't matter. That's nice. I, I would agree. <laughs> Sorry. I, I realized as I was saying that, that that felt like such a pat on the head and I really apologize for that. It really did. Just, it was like really an attempt to vamp more than anything else. What, what, what I really meant you, was like, you don't want really to talk lovely. about Christmas. That's so nice. No, I just honestly was a casualty of talking and thinking at the same time. <laughs> what a dick. That guy on that podcast. I don't understand why Stevie podcasts with him. He's such an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you and your Christmas. I want to go back to talking about how I hate bats and pumpkins. 
<sighs> Why do you hate bats and pumpkins, Chris? I mean, listen, I'm no fan of bats. I had an experience with a bat once, and I did not like it. Thumbs down. Oh, well, I'm bookmarking that for later. Bats. <laughs> uh, no, like, Halloween, I think, is also so over-commercialized. And the fact that it's a holiday that's basically, like, half stolen Dia de los Muertos and half candy... And also, personally, I don't care about dressing up in any context. So there's, like, nothing there for me, but it's freaking everywhere. So it's just a thing that I find generally annoying. Oh, okay. I mean, I think... I don't I don't know that it's stolen Dia de las Muertes. Because Halloween, uh, I believe, is originally Celtic. It's yeah, not Mexican. No, but just the, the <laughs> combination of all of these things. And there's a lot of people here who don't know that there's a difference between these things and don't know the cultural derivation of any of it, who think that that's the same holiday. Like, it's just... Yes, it's, that's true. Yeah, it's the same people that you've told me about who, like, when you've talked to them about there being a Canadian Thanksgiving, will ask you if there's a Canadian Christmas or whatever. Like, there just are a <laughs> lot of people who don't know a lot of things. Someone did ask me once when Halloween happens in Canada. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I had to explain to them that Halloween is not American and never yeah. has been. Mm -hmm. It did not originate there at all. Um, yes, there is. I mean, there is an interesting worldview that a lot of Americans have that is so America-centric <laughs> that it's laughable to the rest of the world. There seems to be anything... There, there's a contingent of Americans that any mm -hmm. experience that they have had must be uniquely American. And yeah. so it's, it's pretty funny when they ask you if Easter happens in Canada or when Canadian Halloween is as if Halloween is American when it's, it's not Canadian either. We also did yeah. not invent it. Like I said, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it comes out of a Celtic tradition. It definitely exists in Britain. Um, yeah, it did not originate on this continent. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's I, just yeah, I guess it of... maybe is also commercial. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Again, yeah. I'm in it for like the movies and a little bit of candy and, and I like, I like costumes and stuff. So during normal times, I would go down to like a CVS or something and walk around with my phone camera and show you how everything in the goddamn store is Halloween themed for a month and a half. Oh yeah. Like, it it's the same predatory. here. It starts in August. Yeah, yeah, it starts in August with the yeah. Halloween decorations and stuff. And that's why, I mean, I have, I have personal rules about when holidays can be celebrated. Yes. <laughs> they don't apply to anyone else, but my, my own personal rules are no Halloween until October. Yeah. And I, I prefer that it wait until after Thanksgiving, but I'm flexible on that. Our Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, no... Christmas until December. Yeah. So no, <laughs> no Halloween until October. Uh, no Remembrance Day until after Halloween. <laughs> and well, because it, it really is just a day and there are people who start wearing their poppies in mid-October and try to make you feel bad that you don't have one yet. But you know what? Oh, as long geez, as I'm yeah. wearing it by November 11th, I'm fine. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, no, no Christmas until December 1st. And then I'm very happy for you to Christmas it up all the way to December 31st. That's fine. And then we have <laughs> New Year's and then it's over. Um, but those are my personal rules and I'm not going to make anyone else observe things that way because I'm not in charge. 
<laughs> well, when we're in charge, things are going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in charge. That's right. But I mean, thinking about yeah. January again, like, I think we do that to ourselves every year of, again, speaking just for the U.S. and our, you know, six week mm-hmm. holiday season. <laughs> you won't have such a metaphorical and literal hangover in January if you don't go quite so buck wild for two months yeah. in the fall. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. maybe just ratchet it down a degree and you won't feel such a come down when you go back to work or school or whatever in the new year. Yeah. It's, I mean, I like to keep, I would prefer to just keep it to that week at the end of December. Like, yeah, that's, that's when all the Christmas treats should come out and we can have a week of feasting on stuff we would not normally have. And then it's done. I mean, obviously, if you live in the world during non-pandemic times, there will be office Christmas parties and and things like that. And I did have a job for a while where we had like seven events in December and it drove me crazy. Oh my gosh. It was all very well-meaning, but like there was a Christmas breakfast and then there was our department had its own Christmas party. And then the larger department of which we were part had a separate Christmas party. Mm -hmm. Um, There was always, there was a tree trimming, there was a separate secret Santa. um, And the tree trimming, of course, also involved, like if you have any decorations for any other holiday that you would like to put up, that's fine. We even had a Festivus poll one year. Um, (laughs) Festivus for the rest of us. (laughs) Festivus for we used we had a metal coat rack and we couldn't find just a completely plain pole but we used this <laughs> mostly straight metal coat rack a, as a Festivus pole we put it in the middle of the room we're like it's the unadorned pole um, and then there was also oh we would have because it was post secondary education there were uh, programs that ended at the end of term and the full time mm-hmm. programs always had a celebration that coincided with December and so that was two more parties and I would get. I would get home to see my family at the end of December and just be like, I am Christmas out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fold it all up. <laughs> well, and luckily, you know, like my family doesn't go crazy at, at Christmas. Like, you know, mom and dad decorate the house and we, yeah. we, we do normal Christmasing, but it's not, you know, there's no enormous Christmas party that ha- like I would have a few days usually to just kind of be normal <laughs> and then the Christmasing would happen at the time that it should happen <laughs> and and then it would end but yeah I do I know I, I know lots of people don't agree with me and they would do Christmas all year round and I'm just not one of those people like I I love it I just would like it to remain contained to the latter half of December yeah and see now I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite for a second because <laughs> If you are if you are going to do Christmas or Halloween all year round, if that's just like your personal design aesthetic, like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. a different choice. The sort of calendar creep is not the same as, oh, my house is just going to be Halloween themed because that's what I like and that's part of who I am. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. If that's your total aesthetic, like if that's your thing and you're you're really just always being Halloween-y. Okay. That's different. I respect that. I respect that yeah. as your personal choice in life to just decorate your house with what I hope are fake skeletons um, <laughs> and go for it. <laughs> yeah, there's a line to cross there, too. Yeah. Oh, hey, where'd I you do get actually that skeleton? Feel... <laughs> <laughs> I oh, feel Deborah? kind of bad for kids this year yeah. because I don't know what Halloween is going to be. I don't know how you trick or treat in a pandemic. Um, so I do feel a little bad for kids because my, my neighborhood, considering that it's mostly an adult neighborhood, 
full of apartment buildings. We really do it up. Like people go yeah. all out with the decorating the week of Halloween, oh, and cool. it's quite something. I walked around. Uh, people can find this, I think, on my Instagram. Uh, I walked around last year uh, on my way home on Halloween and just took pictures of everything that people had put up. And we had dancing witches and skeletons and blinking <laughs> things. And someone had done like a whole front garden full of uh, fake headstones. And I mean, it was, they really go for it. And they'll give candy to adults. If you walk by and compliment Score. someone's decorations, you might walk away with a mini Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're generous people. <laughs> they are. They're sweet people. It's a nice neighborhood. Yeah, living in the suburbs, it's been sort of some of that, but not everywhere. Like, there's always little pockets of whatever. Like, uh, the areas where I live, there's multiple little, oh, what do they call it, um, Santa Claus Lane kind of places. Where oh, yeah. There's a particular neighborhood where they really go nuts with lights and stuff around Christmas. And then mm -hmm. there's always, like, particular houses where the Halloween decorations get maybe a little over the top. Like, okay, this is yeah, an they're, episode they're, of mean... CSI. Please calm down. <laughs> It is definitely one street in particular that really, like, both sides of the street for a couple of blocks really do Halloween well. Yeah. Yeah. I um, won't name it because then people will know where I live. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask. Don't worry. It's not my street, but it's in my neighborhood. <laughs> uh, looking at my notes here, the only... Um, mm. The only super piece of media that I wanted to talk about is uh, one of my favorite books I reread or re-listened to because there's a new audiobook out of it. Um, and this is something that I thought I would find triggering during pandemic times, but I actually found kind of soothing okay. because I've read and or listened to it many times. But uh, Will Wheaton of Star Trek fame, among many other projects, uh, read Andy Weir's The Martian. Oh. and. I okay. really enjoyed his performance. Um, there was another audiobook version, and I should have looked up who the performer was on that because he was very good also. But for those who maybe aren't aware, they also made a movie out of it starring Matt Damon, directed by Ridley Scott. And it's a guy gets mm -hmm. stranded on Mars, and it's very pandemic-themed in the sense that you can't go outside without taking a lot of precautions on Mars because it's freezing <laughs> cold and there's not a lot of air. Also, he's <laughs> by himself. He's 100% by himself cannot go outside, barely has contact yeah. with other people, is working to just solve problems every day. But the the way it's a lot of potatoes, written, as I recall, <laughs> it's almost almost nothing but potatoes for many, many months. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I've only seen the movie. I've, I've not read the book. I have read or listened to the book, I think something like eight or nine times in the past four years. And mm -hmm. I just found it very comforting to revisit uh and yeah, it uh, again was not was not pandemic triggering the way I thought it might have been. Oh, good. It's it's unfortunate that he was clearly not on the same part uh, of Mars as Sparks Nevada. That's very true. Although I don't know if anyone's on the same part of Mars as Sparks Nevada. <laughs> he could he could have found some friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gone to a space saloon. <laughs> <laughs> that's I need to finish getting through all of those episodes because I have many science related questions about <laughs> Sparks Nevada's Mars. <laughs> oh, I I don't I don't know how much science was taken into account. <laughs> yes, that is my presumption as well. <laughs> um, I mean, it does take place, you know, a thousand years in the future or something. It's the year three thousand something. 
<laughs> so presumably they've figured out how to live on Mars without spacesuits. <laughs> and without a magnetosphere, apparently. But yeah, I do feel like my they've... sciencey objections are getting in the way of the storytelling. <laughs> yeah, I, I just ignored all of that. <laughs> that is, I would say, an equally entertaining series, to, to my opinion, uh, in my opinion, mm -hmm. but almost the opposite in terms of science content. <laughs> yes, The Martian is definitely, and I, I have not read the book, I've only seen the movie, um, mm. but The Martian is definitely much more um, based in our science, current yes. science or current science at the time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a movie or story, I should say, a book and a movie, uh, very much about science and how you do science and why science is important and why knowing things is yeah. important and why taking good notes and making good observations, like the thematic elements of that are real bang you over the head in this time that yeah. we're not going to talk about that we're living in. <laughs> and perhaps that Although was it's why still... I liked it so much. <laughs> Fundamentally, it still posits that people could get to and stay on Mars, which sure. so far we have not. We have not done it, but I think that we've had the capability to do it for several decades, if not the money and the funding, speaking specifically of this country, but also of, mm. you know, everybody who's got extra money on this planet. It's, you know, tens yeah. of billions of dollars over several years, but... The, I think we pretty much know all the challenges we would face and how to conquer most of them. Yeah. I also, I don't know that anyone has a right to go live on Mars. Okay. It's, interesting. I, well, I think, well, I think colonizing other planets is problematic. I mean, I get that no sure. one lives there. Um, <laughs> but I also think there's an interesting, <laughs> back to America, there's this interesting <laughs> idea that America has the right to colonize Mars? Or like any place we can get to. But it doesn't belong. I mean, <laughs> it just doesn't belong to any particular country. It doesn't belong to any of us. Well, I don't think anybody's um, It super doesn't belong to humans. Taking ownership. <laughs> oh, I think if you get up there and set, a, you know, set up a little outpost and plant a flag, that's exactly what you're saying. Sure, yeah. Although, yeah. to be fair, so, I will say about the Apollo mission specifically, the fact that they had to put a flag up there is something I've always objected to. Obviously, this happened long before yeah. I was born, so I didn't get a say and wouldn't have anyways. No. But I think if you're going to go somewhere, quote, for all humankind, unquote, then putting a flag doesn't really sell your message. Yeah. I mean, if you put if we had an Earth flag. Yeah. Which we don't because we don't really have a need for it. What with, yeah. you know, our lack of contact with other planets um that are inhabited assuming that any are anywhere although i think it's also hubris to assume that there aren't any inhabited planets anywhere else in the universe oh we're, of course we're probably not alone we just can't get there mm -hmm. um but yes putting a, putting an earth flag would be okay with me on the moon mm -hmm. because it is our moon it is earth's moon sure but yeah, the U.S. flag I don't love <laughs> being up there because it's not America's moon. It's everyone's moon. <laughs> and Mars is not our Mars. It doesn't orbit us. It isn't, you know, like it's a completely separate world, in fact. Sure. Which apparently has no one on it. But I don't know. We've destroyed this planet enough. I don't think we should be trusted with another one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. The only thing that occurs to me is that sort of the closest we have to an Earth flag would probably be the UN flag. But that's just sort of like technically. I don't know how many people really see that as like a symbol that they have affinity for. Well, and not every country is necessarily party to it. Sure. Yeah. Right. And, like I mean, there are countries that are say. not. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, you could, I guess you could make a flag that was literally just a picture of the earth. And even sure. then you would have to, you'd have to talk about what side do we show? What mm-hmm. continents are showing on this earth? Whose view is it? And then mm-hmm. you could maybe plant that, you know? So, or maybe we could, could just leave the moon where it is. You could plant a globe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's it. And it's like, okay, so the moon orbits us, and now we're going to put a little globe on the moon. <laughs> because you can't see. The then you could put a little from... moon on the globe, and a little globe on that moon, and a little, and it would be the endless, like taking a photo of a photo of a photo of a photo. Infinite regression. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, none of this is what we expected to talk about today. <laughs> we're from Earth, and we. we... <laughs> Oh, you left out the pause. You, it's got to be like, I'm from Earth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You well, we do don't it, have Mark here we'll to do it for it us. <laughs> I just did. No, but just edit Mark in. He won't care. <laughs> <laughs> he says it multiple times every episode. <laughs> really what it was is I was trying to like think of a pun for the second half of that. We fight the podcast wrongs. No, there's nothing good there. <laughs> no. No, I think I think the best version of that song already exists. That's very Although true. the 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 truly best version of that song um <laughs> involves uh Mark and Paul doing it. There is there's a version mm-hmm. of the Sparks Nevada theme that is is sung by Mark and has Paul of Tompkins as Jib Janine interrupting him, I believe. Um, and that is that is truly the best version I'm from Earth with the help of his faithful Martian companion Croach the Tracker I'm from Mars which we call Okay. Sparks Nevada rents the outlaw wrongs on Mars. When there's farmers need a kitchen and youngins need a saving, on my rocket steed I race across the stars. Good plan. Performed by the birds of my pastor to right the outlaw wrongs on Mars. But that's where we are. Yes, he writes the Panels humming oh. and the margin savage drumming are as beautiful as comet bugs and jars. Oh, from Earth. On the plains, the red planet, I hold the love. I do it with a pair of robot fists. No one listening to this knows what we're talking about. <laughs> well, we're we're from Earth, and we're going to do our plugs now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, in trying to avoid talking about so many things, we just had to go with what was in our heads. Yep. Needle threaded. Um, 
Are you plugging? Am I plugging? Who's plugging? You should go first. All right. Um, well, if for some reason you have enjoyed this half hour, uh, <laughs> you can find more about me on my website, steviejackson.ca. I have a web series out called Honestly Charlotte, which you can find at honestlycharlotte.com. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at steviekj. Chris, what would you like to plug? You can find all of my writings and various nonsense at my website, ChristopherRoyce.com. Come say hi on Twitter, Chris M. Royce. Uh, you can follow the show's Twitter at Buds, W-O, Boards. Uh, and you can find show notes and more at BuddiesWithoutBorders.tumblr.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend. Uh, we really do appreciate it. We try to put on a good show in the absence of good stuff in the news to talk about <laughs> da, 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 show we certainly have put on a show <laughs> that that was a show this is the end of the a uh, show we'll talk to you next time <laughs>